0: Hey, welcome to episode five of the special series, You But Funny. This is where we're hopefully helping you discover how to be funny, organically you, naturally funny. Who is the funnier you and how can you use that to get more attention, more sales, and create more opportunities in your business? It's not enough just to give good content anymore. You've got to entertain Bends the rules. So I'm Kevin Rogers, and Max Ham is here with me. What's up, Max? We appreciate you guys binging this series. We really do. Yeah, I hope you are. I hope you've been listening right in a row. We're trying to keep these really tight and informative for you, so that you can just go, "Wow, I learned a lot." And go over to CopyChief.com forward slash funny to get all the goodies over there and see all the clips and all that good stuff. So last episode, we talked about TED talks and how there's just opportunities galore in speech, you know, speeches and, and any, look, even if you're just, even if you are running a team meeting or something, right? And again, it's not like you have to sit and come up with five new minutes <laughs> every time you're going to give a meeting. But if you're thinking funny and you're looking for funny things and you and you start to grow confident about how to deliver some jokes, then, you know, it really, really creates better moments bigger bonding all that stuff. So where do you where else do you use it? So in everyday life, Max, I think you said in the first episode, it just just kind of makes life better, right? Yeah. You know, just just like you and I have this bond of both being stand-ups and copywriters and I know something else about it that we both love is just the culture of stand-up comedy, you know? That's right. Yeah. Being at the club, being around the other comics. I do this thing in town here, I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, and we have a workshop every Wednesday called the Wednesday Workshop. Very clever. You can see how brilliant we are with that title. (laughs) (laughs) And man, it's just, it's the highlight of my week because I go there, I forget all about work stuff and, and it, we're just brainstorming punchlines for each other, you know, but we use the four Ps because we, we started to notice over time that, you know, we were kind of wait, every comic gets 10 minutes, right? So it's sort of a hot seat sort of thing. And it's like, what do you got? Is it just a raw premise? Are you trying to find a better segue between two bits or whatever they're working on? But, you know, if we have to ask halfway through the the riffing, okay, well, wait, why, why do you feel this way in this joke? And maybe should you flip it to the feel this other way? Whereas if we just establish persona and position, you know, persona, premise, and then position right away, it's usually the position that needs to change, right? Yeah. And so, this stuff is really effective once you have, all, have it in mind and just start working out all the time. And then you can use it everywhere. So, like I said, it's something as simple as a, as a team meeting. Just hanging with your kids or your buddies. I use it all the time, Max, in video. Mm. And I've become you know, kind of known and well, actually very known in our industry. For the longest time, Ben, I was the former stand-up turned copywriter and people knew me for that. Right. Right. But it was former. And so I didn't feel this great obligation to be funny. Although in the back of my mind, I was always like, you got to deliver it once in a while. You know, like that's, if that's your moniker, if that's your persona, you got to back it up. And so I was looser than most people, but I wasn't putting a lot of effort, concentrated, purposeful effort to actually delivering some laughs. Right. And so now that I, but the times I have done that, it's been incredibly effective. And now that I'm back in comedy again, oh man, it's been so much more fun and so much more easy because again, I'm just living in this place again where I'm seeing opportunities all the time. Right. So a couple of videos I've made that have been really effective for this. And again, we'll link these for you at copychief.com forward slash funny. So you might get some inspiration from these and see, Oh, I could do something similar with, with my YouTube videos or promotional videos. One of the first ones I did, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, you know, usually the best ideas don't take a ton of planning. I literally had a selfie stick and an idea And again, the great thing about, especially with video, totally free to practice, you know, like costs you nothing. What what other time in history could you make a video, a good looking video for nothing, right? It take you five minutes of your time to go, okay, this is what I'll do and say, start recording the thing. And if it sucks, you delete it right? Yeah. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, Nobody ever has to see it. It's not like don't live stream an idea. I mean, you could, if you want to walk out on the wire a little bit, but yeah. if you want to be a little more purposeful about it. So the idea was, I said, okay, my friend and one of my great business coaches, James Shramko, said, Kev, we, I, will you make me a testimonial video? And sure I will. Been an amazing coach, still is. And so normally you just pop on the camera and you start to say a nice few things about how James has helped you. But I thought, I don't know, that's what people are expecting. You know, most good comedy ideas come from the idea that I know everyone's expecting this or everybody else does this. I don't want to do that. I want to do something different. So I walked around the corner. There's an alley behind my office here and there's a, tr- a couple of trash cans in the alley <laughs> and then a little further down the alley, there's a, a, two big dumpsters outside of, it's like a VFW, Max, you're, you're in Canada, but your VFW is where, where, you know, war veterans get really cheap drinks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit and drink beer all day. So it was this perfect setting. So I just popped on the video and I started saying, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about James Shramko and what his coaching has done for me. When I first started with James, um, I was living and then I sort of panned down so you can see the trash can in, in this trash can right here. (laughs) People are like, what the hell? And I talk about how there was two next to each other. And so I was like, uh, my wife and I would, would sleep in this, in this trash can and my kids would be in this one next to me. And, (laughs) You know, you know how kids are. They they might hear a noise at night or something, and then they, they'd want to come in our trash can, so it'd be really crowded. <laughs> <laughs> and but, I remember you had a dead serious face on too, which was great. Oh yeah. yeah, that's what was funny about it. Right, yeah. no, no crack in the armor, just like yeah. you know, I'm uh, sort of holding back tears a couple times, you know, yeah. and <laughs> and then um, I said, but you know, through the magic of James's coaching, and then like now walking down the alley, and I and I. It, it worked out perfectly right, right as the, the the big dumpster came into frame i said i was able to move into this dumpster <laughs> <laughs> you, you got and, the deluxe yeah <laughs> yeah it was like look at this there's two of them you know so now it was much more room and you can and, and it had a lock on it so i was like and you can see it's got a lock so i can lock the kids in at night <laughs> it was just funny right and it just happened it worked out great and so one take put the thing up and, oh, the, the the response to this thing was, was golden because, you know, most people, they really got the joke and they were in on it. And it gave such a bonding tool. Then, of course, there's a couple of people who either can't understand humor or aren't really paying attention who thought I was serious yeah, and like were sending Kev, me stuff. Do, do you need money? Yeah, on? yeah, sympathy notes. <laughs> I got some cards. Yeah, some job offers, you know. <laughs> so that was the first thing I think I really did where I was obviously trying to be funny and it was just really interesting because there's that moment where you go, I don't know, like maybe this could totally backfire, but who cares? It's Facebook, like whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I also did a video where this was actually for the first time I did it for a promotion where I, and and again, I think people will will find this for themselves where you, you just feel like so stupid, trying to play it straight sometimes, you know? Mm. And so this was for a course called Fast Wins in Copy Chief. And I, Max, literally spent like two hours talking straight into the camera, of doing like everything you're supposed to do, trying to f- be all official and keep it interesting. But, you know, but there was nothing there. I just wasn't inspired and I was tired and I was annoyed. And I said, screw it. I'm going to sit here at the desk where I'm more comfortable and, thought that always comes across my mind not the most original thought in the world but the idea that you just never know if somebody's wearing pants or not when they're behind when they're behind a <laughs> the desk and so off the cuff the camera starts and i just said uh i'm kevin rogers the founder of copy chief and i may or may not be wearing pants right now <laughs> and and then so then i kind of went on and i i did uh, this is how to tell good copy from bad copy and i went into these little characters for each and then at the end they sort of forgot about the pants thing, and I, of course, get up from the desk and I'm wearing no pants, right? <laughs> <laughs> and people just, again, it's the stupidest thing. The only thing I would have changed is if I had any idea I was going to do that, that day I would have put on more interesting underwear. You know, it's just like bad boxer briefs. But the fact that people are like, oh my God, he wasn't wearing pants. It's like yeah. to a comic, you're like, so like, you know, whatever, yeah. uh, comics will pull their pants down for <laughs> any, <laughs> any chance, <laughs> chance we get, you know, but in the real world where people take things a little more seriously, my God, a simple thing like that. And people just go crazy for it. It goes viral and people share it. So, and then finally this latest one, this is the one where I put in a little more effort and really like thought it through a little bit, to be honest, I didn't have a script. It would have been much better if I actually wrote out a script and my producer, It's the first time I've worked with a video producer, he, might, he really would appreciate it if I had a script. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it, we, we did all right. And we went to the Hilton and shot for a couple of days. And the idea was that I literally, I'm doing my first live event, at the Hilton here in St. Pete. And when we moved here in 2000, that was the only job I could get. I was a bellman at that same hotel and it sucked and I was broke and miserable, but actually kind of enjoyed the gig. It just didn't pay very well. But I said, well, how funny would it be? I got to somehow incorporate that into the video that I used to work here as a bellman, you know? And, And originally I thought, uh, maybe it'll just be a couple of cutaways of me in the jacket and I'm like smoking weed in the bushes or something like a flashback. I, I, I thought about like we're, wearing a wig, like a mullet wig or something. <laughs> and it ended up being much greater than that and much more elaborate where I actually took on the, the role of the Bellman with the subtext of acting like, I'm not acknowledging that I actually still work here, I'm just going to tell you about this great event but I'm going through the actions of having to like deliver luggage and stuff like that, you know. And it just it's it's uh, actually just released it today on Facebook and and people are loving it, you know. And again, they're sharing it. That's the stuff that people do when you give them some emotional impact, make them think, make them cry, make them laugh. Laughter's the the greatest bonding tool because like we said, there's a lot of science to prove that when you know, resistance is never lower and attention is never higher than right after we laugh. And if you think about when you're laughing, you'll agree that that's always true. You just feel good and you lean into the person you're talking with and you just want to do more and more laughing. So really powerful stuff. You can use it in promo videos, obviously on on podcasting. Max, you know, you talked about, you know, pitching a personality-based biz. Again, goes back to the point that we have to be entertainers these days, right? People just expect it. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to a point that you made earlier, a lot of people have a sense of humor that they suppress when doing these types of videos because mm. they think they have to be professional right? or, or they got to project this persona of, oh, I'm a serious person, you know, but like you said, that that takes away a lot of the inspiration and a lot of the things that make them unique in the first place. And and that's that's one of the biggest things that attracts people to your personality-based business and, and you're just suppressing it, so. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, this is really, it, it's almost a crime if you don't take some chances, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a, a personality-based business because this is our true unfair advantage over the bigger companies we might be competing with who have huge budgets, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we can move fast and we can make mistakes and we can even survive bad mistakes. Like AppSumo, we talked about with their unfortunate, you know, email, their little joke that didn't go well, didn't hurt them ultimately. Right. It was an embarrassment. They wish it wouldn't have happened, but they were able to survive that. They, they take chances and it usually pays off. People want that from them. Whereas if they were a corporation to get something out that might be funny in the moment or have sort of an expiration date on if it's something relevant to current events, you'll never get it out in time. By the time it gets through legal and all the different departments have had a chance to look it over, you know? So we get to move fast and be nimble and, you know, we get to also survive our mistakes. So that's the unfair advantage. Use it. Now that you have these weapons, use them and have fun with them and you get to practice for free. So do all that stuff. And again, where you want to be is copychief.com forward slash funny. It's where you get all this good stuff, all these examples. I'll post up those videos I was talking about for you to go look at. Hopefully, that'll spark some ideas for you. Love to see what you're thinking about this stuff. Max and I are in the comments over there if you have questions for us. So, make sure to go check that out and uh, learn all about CopyChief and the, the bigger training, How to Be You But Funny that we have for you over there. All right, we're gonna wrap up in the next episode, Max, and we're gonna give a few more joke writing tips, a little, few more formulas and tactics and stuff and get into a little bit more of the mindset of a comic that you can carry around with you and never miss an opportunity. So we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening.